Welcome to the Nothing In Between Podcast. You can call me Stretch. This is the introduction to dream chasing. Achieving a lifelong dream is something all of us want to do, but many of us, myself included, can be intimidated by the difficulty of such a task, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mixed martial artist Conor McGregor, the first UFC fighter to simultaneously hold championships in multiple divisions, said, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. McGregor is absolutely correct. In this introduction, I will encourage all of you to pick something you want to achieve, help you understand that it is possible, and express the importance of having a more positive lifestyle. Let's run through some goals TC and I have for this podcast. First, and probably most importantly, we want to change the world for the better. With our new technology, on our mobile devices, on social media, you have people that just want to have a negative influence on the world, and for for some reason they feel like that is success to them. But we want to change that. We want to try to inject some some positivity, some smiles, some laughter, enjoyment. We want to create those good vibes all around the world. We also want to motivate people to make positive changes. Along with the negativity, some people really get dragged down, pulled back, kind of like a magnet. And we kind of want to break free of that. We want to encourage people to move away from that negativity, step into the light, and make the world a more positive place. One person does it, somebody else sees it. It's a chain reaction, folks. Surrounding yourself with positive people and making yourself a more positive person overall will not only make you better, it will make those around you better and those who witness those around you better. Also on this podcast, we want to apply our own life lessons and observations to help others. Of course, it can be somewhat embarrassing to sit here and express to you some of my shortcomings in life, but I believe that if it helps just one of you, that it was all worth it. One of the most important things, we want to engage with our audience across multiple platforms. We want to give our audience a chance to be heard, whether that's their opinion, or if they want to make theme music, we'll put it on. If they want to suggest content, they can do that, especially with the hashtag NIB Flamethrower. How do you get in touch with us, you may ask? You can follow us on Twitter at NIB underscore podcast, on Instagram at nothing in between podcast. Send us your emails to nibpodcast at gmail.com and join our Reddit community, www.reddit.com slash r slash nothing in between. Without further ado, let's get cracking to the introduction to dream chasing. Let's fire it up. I want to preface this by saying it's never too late to start chasing dreams. I'll say it one more time. It's never too late to start chasing dreams. I don't care whether you are 21, 30, 50, 80, 90, 95, 
a hundred, doesn't matter what age you are, it is never too late to start chasing dreams. The first thing you have to do, phase one, is identify a main goal or objective. It's important that you don't make it too easy. Because let's think about it, achieving a difficult task is much more rewarding than one that was pretty simple. If you were the stereotypical couch potato and you wanted to complete a long distance race, would it be more rewarding to complete a 5K or a half marathon? Probably the half marathon. But if you've never completed a 5K before, that has to be a step along the way. That has to be a checkpoint on the path. And this is phase two, defining a path to success to achieve your goal. You have to understand not just what you're working for. You have to understand how to work to achieve this goal by locating checkpoints along the way. If you want to be that runner, that couch potato turned marathoner, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen over two weeks. It's not going to happen over three or four. It's going to take a long time. But it's worth it at the end, crossing that finish line, raising your arms, knowing that you completed a journey that I believe less than 2% of Americans have ever completed. Running a marathon is one of the most impressive athletic accomplishments that you can achieve. And it doesn't involve scoring or, or judges or points. Yeah, sure, you can compete with others. Try to have a better time, and it's bragging rights, but you run a marathon. Like, pat yourself on the back. You run a marathon. That's incredible. It's an incredible athletic achievement. I know people that have run marathons, and sometimes... When there's a break in the conversation, I'll just talk to them and I'll ask them, like, what was it like running that marathon? And they'll talk about it and they'll say it was hard, but it's not as hard since they put the work in. If they were out of shape and they had to grind out 26.2 brutal miles, first of all, they might not even make it. They might not even get to mile 20. They might not even get to the half marathon. There'd be a lot of walking in there. It wouldn't just be a straight-up run. But right now, we're still in phase two. We've got to define a path to success. When you're defining this path to success, look at the goal, look at the objective, look at that dream you created or identified in phase one, step one. Make sure it's realistic. Do not make the dream that you selected as the world's ultimate goal. If you're a basketball player, instead of saying, yeah, I want to play in the NBA. That's the greatest, most elite basketball competition in the world. If you're young, very young, as in 13 to 18, I'd say, start with high school. Focus on making your high school team. Focus on making a college team. If you've graduated, start trying to become a professional. Don't set your target on the NBA. Just just try to be a professional. Work your way up. When you're identifying this goal, this dream, it doesn't have to be the world's ultimate goal. This is not a one-time process. It's not like you only get one goal 
one dream that you want. That's not how it works. You want something realistic. Personally, my current dream is to make the U.S. national team for the sport that I play in, not win the world championship. Yeah, sure, I hope I win a world championship one day, but right now I'm not in a position to compete for an international championship since I'm not even on my country's representative team. I've got to put the work in. I've got to make the sacrifices. I've got to stay committed to make sure that one day I can make the national team. And that's when you start saying, all right, let's, let's win our continent and let's win the world. But right now, I'm trying to do this, this exact same process that I'm running through with you. I'm doing it for myself as well. Keep that in mind. You're not the only one going through this. It's going to be hard. Before I even go any further, I'm just going to tell you as a disclaimer, this is not easy. But you have people willing to support you. You have this great community, the NIB community, friends and family, religion. There are a bunch of ways that you can connect. Because one of the hardest things in going through this is feeling isolated. Make sure you communicate with people. You reach out. You share success stories. You ask for help along the way. If you achieve your dream and you ask for help, you still achieve your dream. You're not any less of a champion, let's say, by reaching out and asking for help. Phase three, creating a more positive lifestyle. Eliminate negative energies from your life. Stop smoking cigarettes. Stop doing it. Any harmful addictions you have. Any negative tendencies you have towards others. Try to curb those, those habits. Try to curb being lazy. Try to cut that out little by little. Keep your physical health intact. Even if it's not an athletic-related goal, I think it's very important to keep your physical health intact as best you can. Keep up with your hygiene. And make sure your mental health is going strong as well. Just to reiterate, you got to communicate with those close to you. Honesty and transparency provide overwhelming relief to your conscience. It's not just if you're, you're lying about something, just getting the truth out there. It feels good, man. It feels good. And helps you to move forward. Something else to create a more positive lifestyle. Make it more fun. Add fun things to your schedule. Explore something new. Just to stay consistent with the running theme. But don't run the same neighborhood every day. Or the same park. Change your route. Change a venue is really nice sometimes. Sometimes it's what you need to not feel trapped or overwhelmed. You just need to try a new place, even if it's temporary. It's just refreshing to the eyes, refreshing to the brain. New is good. So once you've done all that, you've identified a main objective, defined a path to achieve that objective, realized that your goal is realistic, 
and not the world's ultimate goal and created a more positive lifestyle, you are ready for phase four. Get ready. Start working. Get busy. Get out there. Hustle. Start doing the things that you need to do to achieve your objective. Very simple. Just get off the couch. End your little lazy vacation, whatever it is, and start working. Press go. Put yourself in drive. Put your foot on the pedal. Pedal down. Go for it. Believe in yourself and go for it. So that was number four, right? Here's phase five. Start working hard. It's real easy to go for a run, take an Instagram picture, upload it, put a nice old complimentary caption for yourself, get a few hundred likes, have everybody congratulate you for finally doing something and working but it's not just a one-time thing you have to start working then you have to work hard and then here's the tricky one here's the hardest one I think the most challenging step six start working hard consistently let's break this down let's break four through six down again phase four step four start working number five Start working hard. Number six, start working hard consistently. Those are three very different tiers. And unfortunately, if I'm being completely honest, I'm not always on number six. I remember a point where I wasn't even at number five. I was just going through the motions, working here and there, not at 100% effort. Then maybe I start working hard finally, and maybe I get in a good little rhythm for two weeks. Got a nice little flow going, and then something happens, a a change of schedule, and then I drop back. Don't work as hard, don't work as often. Then at some point, maybe I'm not even working hard at all. That is the toughest fight you will ever have in dream chasing. Working hard hard consistently notice notice the the levels and the order in which i presented them to you it's working working hard working hard consistently in that order it's not working working consistently working hard it's not like that you have to begin working you have to begin working hard then working hard consistently if it were the other way around it's a lot easier to pretend to work hard consistently It's very easy to jog when you should be sprinting and to jog every day, not putting forth any more than 50-60% effort when the training plan that you and your personal trainer, your coach, said to go 95-100% to effort in sprints, but you're just jogging. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I did the work today. Yeah. I went out and ran. You did. You did. You did step four. You started working. You did not work hard. And if you do that same halfway effort charade over and over, you're not working hard consistently. You're halfway 
working and you're doing that consistently. That's not going to help you in the long run. If that actually helps your conscience, you're only fooling yourself. You're cheating yourself. You've got to put the work in. It's hard to go from the couch to putting a lot of work in. That's not easy. It is harder to get off the couch, put the work in, and grind being tough, making sacrifices, working with maximum effort. And it is even harder to go to bed, wake up, and do it all again the next day. That's really hard, but it can be done. Step seven, executing and trusting. You have to trust the process. It's not just a hashtag that the Philadelphia 76ers created. Trust the process. You have to trust yourself because you've, un- you've undergone a transformation. You've gone from potentially not working to working to achieve one of your life goals. You started working hard, and hopefully you will have worked hard consistently. That's a huge transformation within one's life. That's not easy. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust the people you are working with. It's very hard to go through these things alone. I'll mention this again and again and again. Your inner circle, the people you're close with, communicate with them. Trust them. Trust the people around you that are willing to assist you. That's part of the process. With extremely challenging things, like you are probably setting yourself up to achieve in step one and two, you're probably not going to be able to do it alone. And that's okay. Because if you get to the mountaintop, no one will ever be able to take that away from you. They're not going to say, oh, he asked for help. He didn't do it by himself. Nope. Did he get to the mountaintop? Yes. Game over. Winner. Champion. Remember why you started the process. Focus on what you want to accomplish. Dream about what it will feel like on top of that mountain. It's going to feel pretty damn good. Step eight. Compete. Compete with yourself. Challenge yourself to improve. Challenge those around you to improve in a positive way. And be a good teammate. If it's an individual goal, not necessarily a team goal, that's okay. But remember how I encouraged you to have people around you. Look at a golfer. He has to have a good relationship with his caddy. An athlete has to be a good teammate with his trainer a good teammate with their coach, and the same for other aspects of life. Being a good teammate, it's not just while you're putting the work in, in a workout or in the lab. You should be a good teammate all the time. It goes back to creating a more positive lifestyle where you can influence so many people. Consider it a circle a cycle of affirmation. It's like the commercials with the chain reactions of people doing good deeds. Someone sees a good deed and then does that good deed or a different good deed for someone else later on. It's like when you go through a drive through and you realized someone paid for your meal and you also decide to pay it forward and pay for the person behind you. That cycle is so good for you 
It's so good for people around you. It's good for the world. Having that positivity, being a good teammate, holding yourself accountable, not only help you compete, will also help you succeed. All these steps are very important, but this one, this one's crucial. Number nine, love. For those of you who have read or watched or listened to or experienced any part of the Harry Potter series, you will have learned that love is one of, if not the foremost, powerful force on the planet. And I firmly believe that. You don't just have to love yourself. That is important. It's loving yourself and loving the person that you're becoming by enduring the grind, enduring the blood, sweat, and tears. You have to love the process. You have to be passionate. What does Gordon Ramsay say when people are cooking and they're competing? And what puts a dish over the top? It's the passion. Gordon Ramsay can taste the passion in chef's food. You can feel the passion when someone is speaking. You can see it in their eyes. You can understand it when you're reading their words. When you are passionate about something, and hopefully achieving this dream is something you're passionate about, it will show. When you love what you're doing, it's easier. It's more fun. It's more natural. And although it is still work, and it's hard work, and it's consistent hard work, it doesn't feel like a job. And that's very important. Embrace the grind. You should love the opportunity to wake up every day and chase your dream. You should hop out of bed excited and ready to tackle the day, ready to improve, ready to better yourself, ready to advance yourself in this process, which you trust. Step seven. You should also be excited to get out of bed because you only live once. YOLO. Live life to the fullest and love the life that you're living because you only get one. There's no reset button in the real world. Love those closest to you. Again, you don't have to go through this alone. You shouldn't have to go through any of the challenges in life alone. Treasure those closest to you. Let them know how much they mean to you. Be honest. Again, honesty, transparency. It's relieving. It's a cleanse of the mind. It's a great feeling. Share that love. Be a positive influence in the world. Love yourself and love what you're doing. If you can do all that, identify a main goal and objective that's realistic. Not the world's ultimate goal. If you can, define a path to success to achieve that goal. If you can, create a more positive lifestyle. If you can start working, start working hard, and then start working consistently, if you can then execute and trust this process, if you can compete with yourself 
and those around you to make yourself and them better. And if you love the process, you love yourself, you love the life you're living, and you embrace the grind, you are on your way to achieving one of your life dreams. There is no substitute for consistent hard work. Someone else can't do it for you. They can be there to support you. They can be there to help you. But if you're on your back doing a bench press, whoever's spotting you, whoever's helping you, their job is not to lift it all for you. It's to put a fingertip on it. And guess what? They're really not lifting that much weight. In your mind, when the spotter comes in and puts his fingertips underneath the bar, you realize that you have people to help you and that you're not alone. That's a very good feeling, realizing you're not alone. And it's a lot easier, even though it's just a mental thing, to know that you have someone else there with you. That's why it's important to share the love with those around you. None of it's easy. I never said it would be. But it's rewarding and it's fulfilling when you achieve one of these goals and you make your dreams reality. It is never too late to start chasing dreams. I hope each and every one of you took something away from this episode, this introduction to dream chasing. And they're going to get out there ASAP and begin this process. It's challenging, but it will be oh so rewarding when you get to that mountaintop. Because I believe that you are going to get there. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. And trust the process. Get out there and chase your dreams.